Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And today, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Oh boy, these uh, Democrat mayors, they just do not know when to stop. Friends, if you're watching right now on Facebook, thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your time with me. Please hit the share button right now. It goes a long way. Hopefully, I'll wake up one of your family members or one of your friends, and there will be one more on the right side of history. On Twitter, please hit the retweet. YouTube, thank you so much. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, you are not only getting my daily news, but also my amazing one-on-one interviews that I got to I get to do all the time. I had Senator Ted Cruz on. He is dropping. His podcast is dropping this week. I just got to interview Graham Allen. I got to interview Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Are you kidding me? I also got to interview Bev Beatty, the woman that took over the internet over the weekend as she rubbed black paint all over those BLM murals in uh, uh, in New York and in Brooklyn. So you get all that at the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. All right, let's get into the news today. What do we have? We've got these Democrat mayors that just don't know when to stop. They are betraying law-abiding citizens, you and me. They're betraying us by siding with rioters and the mob. Could somebody please help me understand why cities with increasing crime, gun violence, and rioting are and overall lawlessness are rejecting help from the national uh, government? I don't understand why they would do that in multiple cities across the United States, progressive cities are collectively deciding to destroy their own communities. Leftist mayors are allowing lawless rioters to do whatever they want while law-abiding citizens are stuck in their own homes. Uh, in Portland, Seattle, Chicago, New York, and other cities, the mayors are actually seem, they seem to be siding with the rioters and telling the police to stand down. We have... Uh, we have Mayor Lori Lightfoot, Bigfoot, whatever you want to call her, uh, something out of Beetlejuice potentially, but it's her it's her policies that really gets me. She's anti-American. She doesn't want any help. And uh, and here we go with more of Mayor Lori Lightfoot. That hey, Chicagoans, you guys uh, you guys elected this woman. Here we go with her, just doing everything she can to try to blame it all on Donald Trump, Orange Man Bad. The president has been on a campaign now for some time against. Democratic mayors across the country, whether it's me, whether it's Keisha Lance Bottoms in Atlanta, whether it's Muriel Bowser in Washington, D.C., whether it's Jenny Durkin in Seattle. Do you see a common theme here? The president is trying to divert attention from his failed leadership on COVID-19. Really? Oh, it's all about his failed leadership has nothing to do with you and how you're running your cities. Yeah, I see a common thread there, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I see the common thread is that you Democrats, you you pretty much are anarchists. You're anti-America. You're allowing these rioters to just run amok, destroy businesses, destroy bro- uh, property, and kill people. And yeah, you're all Democrats. So the fact that the president is calling you out, it's absolutely something that you should be called out on. But just like a good Democrat, it's all about point the finger in the other direction, blame your chaos on somebody else. And in this case, you're going to try to blame it on the president. It's absolutely ridiculous. You should understand what's going on in your own communities. You should listen to your people. You should listen to your law enforcement. They want to get in and help. They want to get off their hands. They want to be able to crack down on these criminals, yet you just keep on allowing them to do whatever they want. It's it's a disgusting, it's a disgrace, and you should be removed from office, period. Although I doubt that will happen, unfortunately. Just another case 
in uh, in a lack of police and all of these individuals that are calling for less police. You know, it's the individuals in the lower uh, in poor communities, in minority communities, those will be the individuals that will take the brunt of any lack of law enforcement in their area. This woman is brutally murdered after community leaders suggests citizens settle disputes without calling the police. Yeah, that advice got this woman killed, literally. Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams has blood on his hands after he told residents of his borough that instead of calling the police about fireworks, they should try to handle it themselves. Well, 33-year-old Shativo Walls took his advice and went out to talk to a group that was setting off fireworks and asked them not to shoot off the fireworks near the children. Seems like a pretty reasonable uh, question. Well, now she's dead. One man pulled out a gun and began chasing her, and he fired a shot at her. She ran into her mother's building for safety. She later went outside and retrieved the bullet and his ID that he had dropped uh, as he was chasing her. Wall's mother said that his daughter, her daughter was just following the advice of Adams uh, that gave the people to say, try to handle these disputes yourself. Later she, uh, uh, later, she was found dead, shot several times, uh, and it's probably assumed, I think rightfully so, that it was the individual that left his ID and didn't want anybody coming back to him, didn't want the police coming back to him. A lack of law enforcement is not what we need. Less law enforcement is not what we need. We need more. Could it be better? Sure. Body cams for everybody. But for these idiots that are trying to say, oh, settle your disputes with gun-toting criminals on your own by yourself, it's just insane. Yet that just seems to be a continued theme coming from the Democrat Party. Well, we've got uh, uh, Mayor Ted Wheeler that tried to go to a, uh, there's a little bit of language in here, I apologize, watch your kids if they're close. Uh, The mayor tried to go to this Black Lives Matter rally and try to show solidarity, try to show his support, but they had a question for him when it came to defunding the police, and they didn't like his answer. Their reaction speaks volumes, yet it's his reaction and response afterward that really, really still baffles me. So again, if there's kids nearby, you might want to plug their ears or uh, go in the other room. Zero. Yes or no? No, I do not. Look at how quickly the mob turns on seemingly one of their own. Well, Ted Wheeler, at least he did not want to die on the sword of totally defunding the police. He apparently doesn't believe that the police should be completely defunded, which is what these Antifa BLM groups want. They don't want any police so that they can carry on their tirades, their terrorist activities, terrorizing citizens, and uh, pretty much getting away with murder. It's what they do. Yet later on, when the National Guard was called in to try to help bring peace, we've seen the videos, I've shared the videos of the absolute lunacy. 
the destruction of property of buildings of businesses that's been taking on taking place in Portland. Uh, well, later when the uh, National Guard came in to disperse the crowd, uh, Ted Wheeler himself got some gas in his face. But listen to who he still blames. I'm not gonna lie. It stings. It's hard to breathe. And uh, I can tell you uh, with 100% honesty, I saw nothing that provoked this response. It's nasty stuff. I'm not afraid that I am pissed off. What are you pissed about? This, this, this is a egregious overreaction on the part of the federal officers. There was nothing that I signed with you that warranted this reaction. Um, and all it's doing, as you can see, so how to stop this guy? They fired the nations, they fired two guests, two guests. Everybody off even more. Sure. Made people angry. They come in and they cook the hornet's nest. Sure. This is not a de-escalation strategy. This is flat out urban warfare. And it's being wrought on the people of this country by the president of the United States. Urban warfare, he calls it. Oh, this has nothing to do with all the buildings that have gone up in flames. It has nothing to do with all the businesses that uh, can't open their doors that have been boarded up. It has nothing to do with the precincts that have been destroyed. It has nothing to do with all the city buildings that are boarded up. No, it has nothing to do with that. Oh, these are all just peaceful protesters. We should leave them alone. Is anybody buying this garbage? I've got messages from so many Oregonians, a state I actually lived in when I was younger growing up. Lived in Klamath Falls, Oregon. I've got so many messages from Oregonians that say they cannot stand what's going on. They hate the politics. Hopefully there's enough of you out there in Oregon and Seattle and Chicago and Atlanta that are just, just and California that are just disgusted enough by what you're seeing your elected officials do that you all collectively vote them out of office. It's exactly what it's going to take. Ted Wheeler, you should resign. You are letting your people down. You are shifting blame on the president. When you have the power to bring peace and security to your own city, yet you're not doing it. You should be, uh, you should be, uh, you should be recused of your duties. Well, this illegal alien that Obama refused to deport and was out on bail killed three retired Officers and critically wounded nine others. Ivan Robles Navejas, a 28-year-old illegal alien from Mexico who was saved from deportation in 2016 by the Obama-Biden administration and was out on bail in Sanctuary City, Denver, Colorado, smashed his car into a group of retired police officers, killing three and critically injuring nine more. Nevejas has been arrested and charged with six counts of intoxication assault with a vehicle and three counts of intoxicated vehicular manslaughter by the Kerr County Sheriff's Office. I am sure of two things. ICE has been placed uh, has placed a detainer on Nevejas, and secondly, Denver will most likely free him again if possible. I don't understand how Americans could think that not bringing ICE in that allowing individuals, criminal individuals that have broken into our country are here illegally and then continue to commit more crimes. And when they do, they get caught. And then they somehow side with, oh, well, they're a sanctuary, we're a sanctuary uh, city and we need to just let them go. 
I guess it's going to take, unfortunately, somebody's own family member or close friend to suffer the ultimate demise or, or get critically injured until Americans wake up and understand sanctuary policies are good for nobody except the illegals themselves. Yet Democrats are hell-bent on getting voters, as many as they can, from wherever they can. They really don't care what kind of chaos they bring. Well, now we've got Biden. Biden just continues to blunder. I I mean, I I saw one of his live stream videos. He had like 16 or 19 people on his live stream. Is anybody out there really watching Joe Biden? Does anybody care? I don't know that Joe Biden even knows what's going on. Uh, Obviously, I believe he's suffering from some mental uh, uh, issues, most likely dementia. But this is just one more case in point that Biden really does not know what the heck's going on and not even even being saved in his basement uh, behind a computer screen will save him from himself. Yeah, I married a Philly girl, so I, I know Philly a little bit. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know. You really did. I beg your pardon? I didn't hear. I'm so I'm confused who I'm talking to here. But anyway, whoever it is, <laughs> I can't hear you, Sue. You got to press, can't hear press the button. You. We're given non-branded masks. I lost her. You lie there and you look at that screen in the ICU and you know if the line goes flat, you're gone. But, you know, you don't care after a while. Probably nothing ever taught in, uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get, get me moving. Remember, when that person out there clearing out that sewer to keep your basement flooded more, go say thank you. What in the world is he talking about? Are you kidding me? I don't know. I I, I still just can't. I I have such a hard time trying to understand what he is saying or even trying to say. Yet that man, to, to a lot of people... I believe, still think that he should be the one running the country. (laughs) No, we have an amazing president that's doing so much for all people, but especially the minority communities in this country. He's doing such an amazing job that even lifelong Democrats are coming to support him. Uh, Here's one little clip of the president and what he's done, touting some of his accomplishments that I I know are ringing true to so many uh, in the black community, Hispanic community, but uh, I love watching our president. We had the best African-American, Hispanic-American, Asian-American, almost every group. The unemployment numbers were the best. So you look at employment, you look at opportunity zones, and maybe most importantly, you look at criminal justice reform. You look at prison reform. I've done more for black Americans than anybody with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. Nobody has even been close. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. And that is the truth. Are you kidding me? Well, that truth is and does seem to be seeking seeping out enough besides the mainstream media, the liberal mainstream media, they don't share anything. I had a very interesting conversation. Uh, A young lady reached out to me that is a director, she's a producer, and she's interested in me to be a part of a documentary. She wants to bring people of all backgrounds and political affiliations together to uh, to do something that's uh, very challenging. I'll, I won't spill any beans. I don't know that I'm going to be able to be a part of it, but uh, I had a good conversation with her. She used to work at CNN. She actually left CNN because she said it was a very toxic environment and that they were pretty much hell-bent on one thing. 
orange man bad. But uh, while she is a, a, a self-professed feminist, she listened to what I had to say. We, we, she asked me a lot of questions. And the beautiful thing about the conversation is we found that there was a lot more things that we could agree on than not agree on. Some of the things that I shared with her, she never heard before because she majorly watches the networks that don't tell you the truth. Well, Leo Terrell is an individual that has been getting the truth. He's been seeing what this president is doing for our country, and uh, he is making no small words about why Democrats need to wake up and not vote for Joe Biden, but vote for Donald Trump. Let me be very clear to every Democrat on the planet. Donald J. Trump has done more for black Americans in three years than the, than the O'Biden Obama administration. The reason why I'm here right now, the reason why I'm voting for Donald Trump is because Joe Biden went on national radio and said, if you're if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. That is insulting. That is racist. Biden is the racist. And what is amazing is you think you have another dinosaur, Jim Kleinberg, who uses terms like Nazis and Gestapo. He needs to retire. That is insulting to the people who suffered during the Holocaust. So you have these old, outdated Democrats who are still trying to pander to blacks. Blacks reject this. And with the crime going on in these Democratic cities, it's insulting. Donald Trump is the only person who can resurrect these Democratic cities and save them from the lawlessness. But let's be very clear. Joe Biden is the racist, not Donald Trump. Boom. <laughs> I couldn't have said it any better myself, Leo. Uh, that is exactly the truth. Joe Biden has a history of supporting segregationists, of uh, being anti-busing, of saying some very racial, uh, some very racial comments and statements, including, uh, if you don't know who to vote for, you ain't black. Well, if that's not racist, friends, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I think you need to check and make sure that you're breathing. Put a mirror in front of your face. Well, I've got to tell you about the sleep that I've been getting uh, from my 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 only sponsor, one of my biggest sponsors, is MyPillow.com. His pillow mattress topper, friends, is amazing. When we moved into our new house, we didn't put the pillow topper on the very first night. We fell asleep. We woke up. My wife and I looked at each other, and the first thing that we each said was, we need to put the mattress topper on. <laughs> and we have a nice mattress. You may have a nice mattress. We have a nice Eastern King mattress. But we put this mattress topper on, and it's like a brand new bed. If you want a new bed, if you want comfortable sleep, and if you use my code David, you'll get two free MyPillows, and you'll save 30%. Use my code David at MyPillow.com. You'll save 30% on the mattress topper, up to 60% on other stuff there. You'll be supporting Mike Lindell, a true patriot, and one of my good friends and you'll also be supporting my show. So you get two free pillows and 30% off if you get the mattress topper at MyPillow.com. Just remember, use, use the code David. All right, let's get back into this. This was just disturbing to hear about. Michelle Malkin was attacked uh, at the Back the Blue rally in Denver, Colorado, and now the police have come out. The head of the Denver Police Union reveals that there was a retreat order. A retreat order. Stand down. This is what we continue to hear from these Democrat politicians. Stand down, police. Let the mayhem happen. 
Well, Michelle Malkin was uh, attacked at the black, the Back the Blue rally. The head of the police union in Denver revealed that the police on duty protecting the public during a rally in support of the police in which Michelle Malkin and other conservatives were attacked by rioters uh, were told to stand down. If this is true, whoever was ultimately behind the retreat order should immediately be arrested. Nick Rogers, the head of Denver's police union, revealed that the incident... Uh, the incident commander gave the rank uh, and file officers an order to retreat and turn to the street, turn the streets over to the rioters. Ironically, the police officers who were ordered to retreat are the same ones Malkin and others uh, were there to support. Where it was, where it was, the incident commander, the chief of police, or the mayor, the one who ordered the retreat should appear in a courtroom and face both civil and criminal penalties. You know, I, I've been hearing so much when I when I on my podcast with Mayor Rudy Giuliani, he shared with me that so many police are so disheartened. Friends, we've got to play, pray for our law enforcement officers, our heroes that put a badge on every day to try to go protect and serve. They're being sold out by their commanders, which ultimately probably goes up to the mayor. They're being sold out. They're being bashed. They're being belittled. They're being spit on. It's, it's disgusting and disturbing what's taking place. And they can't even do their jobs to protect and serve us, the American people. I really hope, I really believe that the silver lining in all of this is going to be enough Americans waking up and running away from any Democrat, any politician that wants to defund our police and make our cities less safe. That is exactly what needs to happen. Well, as crime and murder skyrocket in New York City, Mayor has 27 officers a day guarding him. Oh yeah, you heard that right. What's good for me is not good for thee. Uh, they're, well, they're guarding the Black Lives Matter mural. I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. New York City Mayor, Mil uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio is governing America's largest city and as though he is not acceptable to anyone. And the truth is, he really doesn't. He doesn't care. He put in place a stay-at-home order, then went to a park with his wife, protected by security. He's got his own security detail. He told New York City, the CV-19, that, we, that uh, they would not be an issue for their city, encouraging everyone to shop, dine, and drink like they always had. Sure, that won't be an issue at all. Now the Big Apple's progressive mayor, who cut the police budget by $1 billion, is assigning 27 New York police officers to guard the BLM mural. Yes, don't protect the people, but protect the mural created by this domestic terrorist group. And yes, he does have his own security as he roams around. Uh, th this to me just doesn't seem to, uh, I mean, it's, it's this whole pandemic, this whole, this whole perceived pandemic. We've got to still understand, look at the mortality rate. Um, it's less than 2, 1%. It's, it's, it's higher in Democrat-controlled states. It's definitely higher. We've heard and seen that a lot of the clinics in Florida have been outed for inflating their numbers. We've discovered that clinics and hospitals get $13,000 per patient that's uh, that tests positive for COVID and triple that $39,000 if that patient gets put on a ventilator. It's seems like a cash cow to these hospitals that are wanting to inflate the numbers so that they can, a lot of them, get out of the massive debts that they're in. The hospital industry as a whole, there's a whole lot that needs to be redone and reformed in that industry. But to us, the American people, you know, I, I was, I met a gentleman recently that drives for Lyft. He shared with me that he had two uh, one 20-year-old and one maybe 18-year-old individuals in his car that were deathly afraid of COVID. Young people, deathly afraid. He wasn't wearing a mask. 
He said, I'm glad to see you're not wearing a mask today. How you doing? I was talking to him a little bit, and he shared with me how these two individuals, just in the last few days, got in his car, and one guy was like, you got to put a mask on, and he rolled the window down. It's hot and humid here in Texas. The driver said, you really want the window down? It's really you know hot out there. He said, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I got to leave the window down. I need air. This entire perceived pandemic, friends, I'm pretty sure once Donald Trump gets reelected, the pandemic will be over. The issues will be over. You will we'll watch and see what happens. They're either going to ramp things up in order to try to cr- really create a civil war in this country, or it'll die out and it'll and it'll die off. But I really don't think the pandemic is anywhere near what uh, what it's perceived to be where there's all this mandatory mask wearing. I've got a video coming up for you in the morning as well uh, from my flight where my wife and I did not wear a mask. We invoked our medical reason to not wear a mask and uh, the content from that flight is pretty pretty amazing. Here is the uh, Biden, Joe Biden and Barack Obama's pandemic uh, advisor sharing how big a blunder it was when 59 million people in the United States got H1N1, there were no mandatory mask uh, orders. There, there were no shutting down businesses. And here's the advisor for Biden and Barack Obama, the pandemic advisor, saying how much they did wrong and that they got really lucky. Uh, I just had a couple things. I mean, I, I was in the White House in 2009, 2010. I was working for Vice President Biden. I wasn't involved directly in the H1N1 response, but I, I lived through it as a White House staffer. And what I will say about it is uh, a bunch of really talented, really great people working on it, and we did every possible thing wrong. And it's, you know, 60 million Americans got H1N1 uh, in that period of time, and it's just purely a fortuity that this isn't one of the great mass casualty events in American history. Had nothing to do with us doing anything right. Just had to do with luck. Uh, And so if anyone thinks that this can't happen again, uh, they don't have to go back to 1918, they just have to go back to 2009, 2010. Imagine a virus with a different lethality, and you can just um, do the math on that. Now, so they did everything wrong. They got really lucky. There were no mandatory mask orders. There were no executive orders coming down from governors like Gavin Newsom. There was no uh, massive shutdown of businesses. 59 million people. We're nowhere close to that in this country with uh, the coronavirus. Uh, yet, it's pretty crazy to see that there's mandatory masks uh, being, orders being issued all over the place, mandatory closing of businesses that they deem non-essential. It's pretty interesting as well that your marijuana dispensaries, your liquor stores, well, those must be essential. They want people high and drunk, not thinking about what's really going on. Yet when it comes to businesses like health uh, health spas and, and gyms, no, you, you can't be in there getting healthy. We don't want that to happen. And in Miami, they've actually gone even a little bit farther where they've dedicated an entire police unit to enforce mandatory face mask orders. Yes, you heard that right. Despite evidence evidence to the contrary, there are still some dictator wannabes in Florida who are enacting some seriously heavy-handed penalties against people who don't wear face masks for the supposed reason that they are helpful for the prevention and the spread of the virus. The evidence in which we're speaking about is this right here, errors found. I just mentioned this. Florida's positivity rate is skewed. Fox 35 went through COVID-19 test reports and found many clinics were reporting 100% test positives. Out of everybody they tested, 
apparently 100% but 100% tested positive now the Orlando Health admits their number is wrong saying it shows 98% positive but it's actually only 9.4% positive friends what does this do to everybody's mental state to think about how much we've gone through as a country how much we've had to endure because of this apparent pandemic to then find out Do you think that's isolated to just Orlando? I highly doubt it. I'm sure that this is taking place all over the country. And that is what's inflating these numbers. That's what's creating the pandemic. And then the mainstream media, the liberal mainstream media, they're running with it, creating fear, chaos, uncertainty in the hearts and minds of us, the American people. Well... I've told you before, uh, because of my underlining health condition, I will refuse to wear a mask in every place that I possibly can, including on airplanes. And if anybody else has an issue or reason for, the, for with that, they can get off. Just like this couple that tried to get my wife and I kicked off the plane uh, our last trip. And finally, a little bit of a shocker of uh, news here. What do we have? Well, we've got, oh no, Joe. Donald Trump has now erased a 10-point deficit in the Rasmus, Rasmussen poll. <laughs> Joe, why are you hiding? America had a chance to see President Trump walk our country through COVID-19, deal with the Marxist movement, trying to tear down our nation. The voters finally connected the dots. BLM plus Antifa plus the squad plus Bernie plus Karl Marx equals Joe Biden. And yeah, any supposed lead that Biden has is being quickly erased as Americans from all over the country are waking up to the truth that Donald Trump is the best president that any of us have seen in any of our lifetimes. He got our country roaring, the economy booming, more jobs coming back. I had uh, in that same conversation with that young lady. She wanted to still ask the question, doesn't Obama get the credit for the for the economy? And I said, wasn't it Obama that said all these jobs are not going to come back? All these manufacturing jobs are not going to come back. Donald Trump, he didn't want to say his name, doesn't have a magic wand. And kaboom, abracadabra, a whole lot of manufacturing jobs came back. It's been this president and his administration's policies that have given us the greatest and most booming economy that we've seen in a very long time, actually ever, stock market records uh, that we've never seen before. And it's going to be this president's leadership that will get all of us out of this pandemic. But we need the House, vote red, and we need to keep the Senate, vote red, and don't vote for any rhinos. Friends, that's my show for today. Please go to MyPillow.com. You will benefit from it. I guarantee you, you will love his mattress topper. You get two free pillows. Use the code David at MyPillow.com and have a great rest of your night. I will see you guys all tomorrow. I think it's Friday. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. God bless you. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.